perfect timing, guys. Let's go ahead and introduce on Below the Belt show, Hollywood legend, actor extraordinaire whose career has spanned decades, and we're so happy to have him on Below the Belt show. Guys, the one and the only Eric Roberts. Eric, it's so good to have you on BTB. Mr. Eric Roberts. And if we could introduce, I think you might know someone in the room, but I'm Al Soto. We have Chachi McFly. We have Mike the General Zod, right? And um, we have an actress who actually appeared in your film, Eddie. Do you remember the one and only Lauren, Eric? Hi, Lauren. Hey, Eric. Good to see you. So good to see you. We wanted this to be a surprise for you, Eric. Thank you. It's sweet. (laughs) <laughs> Lauren, did you guys work together? I know you're in the same project, but did you guys work directly together? Um, well, I was there when he was filming. I didn't work in any scenes with Eric, but I, I was there when he was filming, and I went to uh, his son's show, which was amazing. His son's an amazing singer. Isn't he uh, fabulous? I said, isn't he fabulous? I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's he's really, really great. And I got to, to go to his, his son's show. Who is he still in New York, or...? He's in, he, he's in Nashville right now. Oh yeah, yeah. He was all he was awesome. So that was oh, cool. that was fun. That is amazing. Tell us about Eddie. I guess that we brought it up. Let's talk a little bit about that film. Eric was uh, amazing to it. He uh, flew in and, and shot a whole lot of stuff in, in one day and in New York. And he just he he brought so much to the to the role. He's, he played it, it's the the role was the the role of a director. And it's just it was like he rehearsed for months, but he just came there, did it was was awesome. The chemistry was was amazing between him and the the lead actor. The, the lead actor was trying to go out for a show and and Eric nicely tells him that he was right for it. But now, you know, he got a little bit too old. So it was a nice it was a very nice it was a lot of nice moments in there. My new press agent, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is something we can we can hopefully see in 2020. Yes, definitely, definitely. There's actually we're talking to distributors right now, so hopefully soon. Hopefully we'll be on the show again talking awesome. about it. Very <laughs> well, we exciting. Do, we do have to talk about a film. We actually had Aaron Fisher and Ellen Toland on last week, and yeah. um, Eric is a part of this amazing film called Inside the Rain which is a very similar to the film that he worked on with uh, Lauren. Uh, you're playing a film producer-director yeah, also yeah. Uh, <laughs> in Inside the Rain, which is great. Uh, how, how did you like your experience on that film, Eric? Inside the Rain was just fun for me. It was just a fun little part. I had a day's work in it to help him out, and it was just a joy. The light, I made the movie. What's the subject matter? I, I, I think it's important. And I think it's not discussed enough. And I think uh, there are one, two, three, four, five of us here talking. Probably two of us at least are on some kind of psychotropic drug, like a Prozac kind of a thing. I'm not what I used to be. So, so uh, it's an important issue to talk about and understand, and to uh, to share with each other. And just and just the fact that it's so prevalent in our society that uh, we need to understand what and who we're talking to. Yes, absolutely. A very, very sensitive su- subject, dealing with mental illness. And um, so, so you could actually relate to this somehow, Eric. I mean, this is something that, you know, or, or things that you've battled in your past. I spent close to six years off and on on psychotropic drugs, like, say, use for that kind of thing. And uh, 
had a bad effect on me. It was like being trapped in a phone booth with a microphone. It was too loud. It was just very weird for me. It was not, it was not productive. So I gave it up after many mishaps with it. Uh, it, it, uh, it made me behave badly. It made me behave peculiarly. And, uh, and then I did my homework after the fact on them. And I realized during the Bush administration, all those drugs weren't, weren't regulated. So God knows what I was taking. Because uh, they were still experimenting too. So, uh, but um, but then I I you know I got through it. So I understand that world. So when this movie came up, oh what a great thing! We uh, get to share with the masses what this is. So is that is that the same kind of like decision making process you go through when you're choosing roles? Like uh, do you do you find stuff that you can you know that kind of with something in the subject matter that resonates to you? It can go from uh, something that grown up to where's the location. It, it, there's, there's like all kinds of reasons why I make movies now. Because also, I'm not the star of all my movies anymore. I make hundreds of movies that I just appear. Yes. I'm there for a day or four days or seven right. days. But I'm not there for a week or a month or a year, you know, you know with my involvement. And, uh, and uh, yeah. Do you enjoy that more, just getting like a taste of different movies and being able to like be like different, like so many different characters in one year instead of, instead of doing like just one movie for like half a year or whatever? Well, in 2003, people started calling me directly. And by 2008, everybody around the world could afford a camera and they had and they were making movies and they were calling. So I was offered parts I would never be offered otherwise. I would never even even, even think to want. So it's like, what fun? Let's go do this. Or let's go to Istanbul and do this. Or, or let's go to China and do this. And so I, my wife and I saw the role for free and had a great time. And, uh, and I saw every level of filmmaking, but the one thing they all have in common is every movie, every production is somebody's child, somebody's infant, mm-hmm. and it needs us. And uh, I took them all that seriously. That's what I learned. That's cool. Yeah. Plus, getting like a big actor like you gives the, the um, movie credibility, and people will check it out where they might not have otherwise. Well, so that's, I think it's great. that's that's what they're hoping for. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think they're giving me a little a little a little too much credit. But I'll take it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, is there a project you'll turn down um, other than a scheduling conflict? Hey, uh, hey, hey! Come on, don't make me sound cheap. <laughs> well, you did do Human Centipede three, so. What did you say? You did do Human Centipede three, so. No, well, I saw the first two, and I thought, God, if they ever do another one, I want to be in it. And then I, <laughs> I had my wife as man call them. I would be in that Against freaky my movie. Will. She that's the grossest movie ever made. I want to be a, I, I don't want to be a gross part of it, but I want to be in it. Okay, you weren't so, like sewn together with somebody, were you? What, what, what? You weren't actually sewn together with somebody on the movie, no. were you? Okay, good. Senator <laughs> having an issue with it, you know. Okay, and, okay, good. good. If, if you could be sewn with an actor of your choice, Eric, who would you choose? Oh, God. Just to be in that movie. I mean, I... <laughs> Well, if, if you could choose an actor to be sung with, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible 
Forster. <laughs> the only the only one I know I could I could I could put up with would uh-huh. be my wife, I could be so because my wife is the kindest person I ever met, let alone kissed. Got to be sewn together with somebody. It needs to be somebody kind. Is that your wife next to you that you're talking to? No, that's Pat. <laughs> That's, that's, that's the that's lovely Eliza, answer, that's right? Answer. So you're come here, Eliza. Sit right here. Okay, well, I don't want to cross <laughs> over to that. So you get over. I love it. Hi, <laughs> Eliza. Smart, very smart answer. <laughs> here I come for a second. Hey. We can. Hi, Eliza. Hi. How's Hello. Hey. Thanks, thanks for setting this up with Eric. This is great. Nice this to is meet fantastic. You. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so fun. <laughs> how are you guys feeling in the quarantine for the last few days didn't we yeah how how's how's handling the quarantine for both of you quarantine well yes. you know we're 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 doing all kinds of stuff we're trying to shop that's hard uh shopping is hard you uh you make orders and you get substitutes without asking them for it they just have to substitute so you ask for egg whites and you get a dozen eggs you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to learn how to make do. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's a real dilemma. I mean, it's a real issue. And we all have to act like it, even, even though we can't see it and we can't feel it. It is a war. And we have to win it because it has to hang. We can't let it, you know, ease on over time, over time, because we don't really deal with it now. We've got to deal with it. We've got to, we've got to keep social distancing. Right. Oh, whatever. Somebody happened. Yeah. But, but you know, it's just. I thought that was that. <laughs> when when do you think uh, Hollywood reopen? Any predictions? Out for a, for a Friday night though. Everybody's got to be grown up and just relax. And yeah, we're not making money. We're not eating what we want to eat. We're not going where where where, where we want to go. Hopefully, we're with somebody we like to kiss. But we don't have our choices. But we have to be grown-ups. We have to end this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the issue. You're talking about, like, um, all you know, the prevalence of psychotropic drugs. Because a situation like this, I mean, it takes a certain kind of personality to, like, truly, like, you know, if you're, like, really uh, an introvert, this is is a great thing. Like, uh, but I imagine for you and a lot of people in your profession... You're extroverts. That's what you like to do. You like to be out and see people and do things. And so I can imagine how incredibly difficult and isolating it must be specifically for that reason. You know what's funny, though? Um, As much as we spend time out, actually, we usually say when we go to an event or award show or an after party that we are gathered in. Love all those, by the way. With thousands of people who don't want to be there. Because That's true. Okay. Social phobias in artists are pretty prevalent. He, he was saying, he was saying, I'm just, except when I'm touring, I'm doing pretty much what I want to do all the time anyway, which is just like pull up at home and avoid everything and do it electronically. But there is a thing about that you don't have a choice. I mean, that that definitely, there's, it's a little claustrophobic. But we don't even believe in war at all, but we do believe in a war against the virus. That's oh. where we draw our vegan line. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I experienced the vegan uh, cuisine to the Screen Actors Guild Award. I was just there in uh, 
January. Uh, well, you must have been elated that the award shows have been going vegan. Very. Yeah, that's cool. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> of, course that's, of course, that's so different because, like, look who's cooking for you. So you can be, like, yeah. you know, the biggest meat and fish eater in the world. You probably think that food's delicious. But you What's your favorite vegan recipe, either of you? Oh, I have a bunch, but let's hear about him. Uh, I don't really have any favorites. Yes, you do. Okay, I'll tell you what his favorite is. likes <laughs> whole wheat pizza covered in chopped tomatoes with vegan cheese and a bunch of broccoli and cauliflower thrown on top. And then he'll use some plant-based fake meat and put it on there so that he has, you know, the feeling of sausage or whatever, you know. The texture, yeah. Trying to keep mm-hmm. knocking mm-hmm. over the computer. And, you know, he lives on that. And think about it. It's a whole food. There's nothing bad in that. But he kind of he kind of lives on that. That's his favorite. Our recipe. housekeeper does a great thing for me. Uh, she, she gets a huge amount of broccoli. She, uh, she steams it and then chops it up. So it's all coming chopped up. And she puts it in a big bag. And I have all week to eat on everything. He puts it on everything. Yeah. What made, what made you decide to go vegan, both of you? Did one of you influence the other? I cannot tell a lie. I am not an honest vegan. Uh, I, I, I'm an, I'm, I'm an honest vegan when I'm in, when I'm with her. In quarantine. <laughs> so, so I guess for the past two months you've been pretty honest. I'm not a real vegan. I mean, I, I have to be honest about that. I will, I will eat an occasional creature. And um, when he did it after, after he read Skinny Bitch and Skinny Bastard, that those was books, rough. That was rough. Then that was, he was done with that. Yeah. I, I've been doing this since. Childhood. Yeah, she's always been. I mean, ah. Before there was the word vegan. Just, you know, animals, they're our friends. I, I just don't want anything to suffer. Except for the a, virus. And she's an old hippie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Erica, we got to talk about the recent work on um, kidding. How did you enjoy your experience working with Jim Carrey? Well, he's a, he's a, he's a buddy of mine. And, uh, cool. And, and uh, and he called me and said, would I be doing this? And I said, well, actually, he and I did a movie together. How long ago? The Cable Guy, maybe? A long time ago. He said, we've been in this movie with me. Sure. And so, so we had history of having already worked together. So he calls me again. Eric, come do this thing for me. Sure, dude. So I did. And uh, I would do anything for Jimmy Carey. He's a cool cat. And we love Catherine Keener. That, that, yeah. Kidding is intense. I mean, yeah. Eric, 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 you probably rarely audition now. Is that true? I mean, no, people just off. Is it these? What happened was we, uh, you know, the old guys when I started now was young are all dead now, and all the guys who are my age and then are all really old, and so we have all the youngsters now running the show, right? And so, and so when everything went to HD, we had a whole generation who had never seen an Eric Roberts movie. So they're like, hey, how about Eric Roberts for this? Great, will he read? And, and there's like, oh, my ass. Everybody's all, all I'm nervous about it. Will you read? Will you read? Oh, my God. Sure, I'll read. Reading's fun. And it also, it also reminds you that you have to do homework. You have to go get ready to go be an actor. Right. And it's so much fun to be an actor, dude. It's so much fun. It is. We got to forgetting, though. He, he, that was that was an offer. It is very weird to kind of be in straddling both, you know, three or four or five whatever gold nominations and an Oscar nomination, and then you're self taping, and you know, or else going into a room. Pretty crazy. 
Well, think about think about this. All kinds of famous people that when I think about them, I don't really know their work. And especially yeah, if I'm if I'm right. if I'm if I'm 30 years younger than I am now, I wouldn't know my work. I wouldn't know it. I just so yeah, got to read. It's the way it goes. Do you have well, any tips tips for actors out there on how to get a career like yours? Because you're amazing. Well, uh, she taught me something. She she uh, when when she met me, she 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 said, "You know, one thing we got to get straight if we're staying together. You say no too much. Got to quit. Can't say no to me about stuff, to to your life about stuff. You say no too much. Start saying yes." And then I and then I would say no to project. She said, "What? Well, why don't you turn that down?" I said, "Because I don't want to do this, this, and this, and this. But how about this and this and this and that?" Well, yeah, okay. So say yes. So she started she she sort of reshaping my judgment patterns and my enjoyment for the word yes. And uh, and I just started having fun saying yes. And I started having fun making people happy. If you can believe that, can I believe I said that? And uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it, she, um, we, we have a great, happy, productive, fun, busy, not anymore, life. <laughs> but for advice for actors, because I mean, most actors oh, yeah, would, love, would love to be say yes or no, um, but. You know, we do we do coaching. We have this um, this system called Working Actor because double entendre because the actual work and then it's also the business. It's just kind of a holistic education. But um, nowadays, you know, it's like just do it. Submit yourself through you know make a profile on Actors Access. Submit yourself through Actors Access, and then just do it. Write it. Do it. That's just gambling. Mm-hmm. Thing. And that's just kind of being a victim. And you don't have to be a victim anymore. So it's just do it. Market it as best you can. Don't worry about the results because that's all bullshit anyway. You know, are we allowed to say that on this show? Of you course whatever, you are. You can, can say whatever say the F you want. <laughs> <laughs> if you swear, swear away, please. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, that would be that would be the advice. And, and watch a bunch of stuff. You know, digest it all. You know? My advice is to say yes. She taught me to say yes. And I love it. And it seems like it's always also good to keep friendships, Eric, because you, you know, like you said, Jim Carrey just called you and said, hey, what are you doing? Can you do this gig? And um, Aaron Fisher actually told me that you guys uh, uh, met up for a lunch or hung out outside of shooting inside the rain. So I think it's, I think that's really key sometimes is keep those relationships. Well, you know, it's it's also because you uh, not it it's not a direct analogy, but it is an analogy. When you're when you're making a movie, you're on the front lines of your life, and it's and it's all time and money, time and money, time and money, mood and no sleep. That's how you live. And then and then and then and then when you and you and so you uh, you uh, you uh, bond these friendships that are just just unbreakable because you held tight together and never talked about it you just did it and you got through it hey we got through it hey and so you have something very unproductive in common and you love each other for it and you always will and and it's just a great thing to have and that's what show business gives us are those awesome. 
So another friend of ours worked with you, Eric, and that's Johnny Alonzo on the film on the film called uh, Day of the Gun. Do you remember that uh, with I Wayne Shipley? Alonzo, what a sweetie pie! <laughs> that's great. He says hello. Uh, his question is, how is it like wor- working with Wayne Shipley? As Wayne has also produced a lot of westerns since, um, you know, the Day of the Gun that you guys appeared in, and would you? be a part of their uh, next sequel, Bill Tillman uh, 2. <laughs> I don't know. That was his question. So. Right. So we're, we're, Let me is, read it. Let me read it. Tell me. <laughs> so you'll be working with Wayne again on the, his next Western. We love Wayne. We so love Wayne. The likelihood is yes. Have him send it to me. I'll, I'll, I will read it right away. I love it. That is amazing. That is so cool. You to thing for that. <laughs> <laughs> So also, I want to know, what's the likelihood, Eric, of uh, working opposite of Julie on anything? You'll have to ask Julie. She's the boss. She's, she's, she's a bigger star, so it's her choice. So, so, How so about what's the likelihood the, of you working with Emma? What? What's the likelihood of you working with Emma? Once again, you'll have to ask Emma. She's the bigger star. Okay. <laughs> People, it would be a crowd pleaser, that's for sure, because people do ask a lot. And you did work with Julia on um, on. Um, Not really Blood, with her. Blood Red. I, I got her Screen Actors Guild card by uh, if you're in the same movie. putting her in a very bad movie playing my baby sister. Aww. That's such a great story. Yeah. yeah. It's a very bad movie. I do not recommend it. Yeah, okay. I don't like it. Well, I'm, on, I'm all, all for this... Uh, family reunion on screen a scripted yeah, three of them together yes That'd that would be, awesome. be amazing you you set it up i'll show up i'll write it because <laughs> <laughs> you know they always say how um you know your on-screen dad or brother doesn't look like your on-screen mother and they don't look right re- you guys look related so it actually yeah. will work all get together for like holidays like christmas thanksgiving well, we all have separate families, but uh, yeah, over the years, less and less. Yes, it happens. Families. Yeah, sure. But you all get along pretty well, though, right? Sure. Why not? Awesome. Is everyone a vegan? No. <laughs> they, they do enjoy a lot of vegan. They have their time being being veganish. Well, my chef. Also cooks for, for for my sister, so uh, and 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 for my daughter and uh, uh, oh so, cool. So so we hear all about the menu. Oh. So what's your favorite? So Eric, what's your what's your favorite project um, that Julia has done, and what's your favorite project that Emma has done that you've enjoyed watching? I mean projects. I will leave out other projects that I don't mean but to leave out. No, no, I can't have favorites. No, no. No. <laughs> You can't take step to the top by itself. It's not fair. The well, other I mean, project. Pretty Woman was pretty exceptional. Pretty Woman was the That's best awesome. movie I've ever seen about just falling in love. It was the greatest movie. That's a classic. Not oh, since God, yeah. has there been a star made in a movie like that. Yeah. It's still so, do you like American Horror Story, Eric? I love American Horror Story. Are you kidding? Yeah. I, ask her. I love booger movies. I love booger shows. <laughs> And I love my daughter in that show. Yes, we all, we all did too. She's great in there. She's so, looking through your well, 
I mean, you've done hundreds of movies. I, I, I couldn't even begin to... This is your um, IMDb, Eric. This is how yeah. big your IMDb is. <laughs> I printed it. Really? It's a I printed it. It's this thick. <laughs> oh, my God. God. I printed your entire IMDb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, all I bullshit aside and all, <laughs> all acting humble aside, all acting you know, virtuous aside, all that aside... It's the greatest job on the planet, and I yes. get to do it almost literally every single day. And it, it's, I, I feel so, I got away with something, guys. Amazing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not only TV and uh, movies, but also music videos, working with Ja Rule, Mariah Carey, The Killers, the Killers yeah. Rihanna, Chris Cornell. I, Wow. Yeah. Amazing. That. Akon. I got a funny story Akon. about that. So yeah. the uh, the killers call me. Oh, will you do our video? No, I don't do videos. By the way. So then I like to tell the kids. Well, I don't know. And I told the killers no. They freak out. What's wrong with you? What have you done, you idiot? God, such a dumb mom. Talk to mom. Everybody. So, so I so I call them back, killers. Uh, I, I know I took you down, but can I come back? <laughs> That's awesome. And out of that, that one number one, and then and then a bunch of other videos I did all number one. So I became video gold for a while. Yeah. Oh no. Wow. Yeah. Video vixen, I love it. <laughs> being, being the um, fiance and the groom for Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah, that's Very so nice. cool. So, so is there, you've pretty yeah. much done every genre. A video wants to play her husband. <laughs> on the set that morning, two o'clock in the morning, it's dark, you know. And she walks by me and stops and looks at me. Looks at me again and then walks away. And I thought, oh, okay. You know. She comes back and I hear, Eric, you have to change your clothes. You have to get out of the suit and you have to put on this uniform. But I'm not playing a cop. Yeah, you're playing a cop. No, I'm playing her husband. No, you're not playing her husband. Why? Why? Well, who's ever husband? Right. Why? Because they they change their minds. Let 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 somebody else tell you. They go to my wife and I say, wife, I think I got fired and rehired in a weird way. What? <laughs> let 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 her tell you. Right. So we're gonna kill the person that he was gonna play, and then I said, no, he's too fine to kill. They kept him alive. It was a dumb CHP officer instead. A real dodo. With a gun. So you're a part of the DC universe, uh, Eric, in the Dark Knight. How was your experience working on that amazing big blockbuster? Well, if you're a movie geek, which I am, it was one of the most incredible experiences in the world because we shot all the Chicago stuff in Chicago. Then we're supposedly going to Pinewood Studios to, to, to shoot all the Gotham City stuff. Well, I've been to Pinewood. I've shot there, you know, 10, 12, 14 times. You know, we get a little feedback, Eric. What do I do? Do you have any headphones, do you? Do I have any head- headphones? We do. We do. Will that help? Yeah, yeah, I think it will. Are they head fit mics? Head, yeah, that might help actually. I've got the mic on it. Yeah. Grab those. Okay. Sure. Right back, you guys. That's quite all right. Um, 
You it might sounded have to repeat. like, yeah, yeah you, you're going to have to repeat that story. You're going to have to repeat what you said. Yeah. Uh, we can go back I mean, to the dark. <laughs> just based on your gestures, it sounded awesome. <laughs> we, we, didn't hear any, we didn't hear any of that, yeah. Eric. I think you were ta- talking about going to Chicago and then going to the soundstage. And then in London. And then, yeah, and then we lost you. I yeah. talked about being a movie geek and where we shot uh, Dark Knight. It was incredible. I'll let you the whole story again when we get the headset. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. What fun. was your favorite American Horror Story scene season? Well, let me get the um, headphones first. Yeah. Oh well, I figured while well, we have uh, we we have them on the air, we can, um, no. we can ask him that fun one. I oh. love watching my kid. Uh, I am, but the uh, the uh, the first season was probably my favorite with her. So the first season that Emma did, which yeah, was yeah. Um, the Witches Coven. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, she was fantastic at that. Okay. How are we doing with that? Can you hear them? Uh, hello. Talk to me, guys. I don't oh, hear so much better. Yeah. The, no. No feedback. We should have done this a lot earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Here's what I'm telling you. If you're a movie geek, which I am, mm-hmm. The Dark Knight was so cool because we shot all the Chicago stuff in Chicago. Then we're going to Pinewood Studios for all the Gotham City stuff. Okay. I've shot at Pinewood, you know, maybe a dozen times. It's it's. It's no big whoop, but it's fun, you know. Okay, so we get there, but no, we're not going to Pinewood. It's undercover. We're going to the old Zeppelin hangar, which is 30 miles oh. north of London. It's been closed in 1920, but it's three stories tall, three football fields wide, and you walk in these big old doors, and suddenly there's Gotham City. And you're wow. so geek. it is so cool, man. It's got the streets and the lights and the stores, the apartments, everything. It's mm-hmm. a city. It's a set, but it's a city. And it's mm-hmm. so cool. It's just magic. That's awesome. That Did you actually so work cool. with um, Heath Ledger in any scenes? One more time. Did you work with Heath Ledger in any scenes? I I I had uh, three scenes with Heath. Uh, one one was a big big group scene with all the bad guys. And uh, uh, I've been told, you know, before we got there, oh, Heath is so many characters, you can't get near him. He is the Joker. I thought that was weird. Okay, whatever. <laughs> he's not at all like that. He's he's into his work, but he's very cool in that uh, we had that had that big you know, bad guy meeting with all the bad guys. And he has oh, that's the, the pencil scene, right? Right. And oh, that's a great scene. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, it's three page scene. and it's a three-page monologue, and he says it outright, blah, 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 stops in rehearsal and says, how am I doing? And we all applauded. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he was just a cool cat. He was really sweet, really approachable, and really normal. Wow. Normal. Lost. Nice. Yeah. yeah, he was a great actor. Well, you know what happened to him is, is the same thing that happened to who was who was the uh, the blonde babe and her son who both died uh, in Florida. Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith and her oh, son. Oh, jeez, yeah. Same thing happened to them. They were taking a psychotropic like a Prozac mm-hmm. and then a sleeping pill on top of that too much. Oh, man. It was an honest accident. It wasn't drug abuse. It wasn't. It wasn't anything. It was just a mistake. That's a big wow. loss. Ah, it's wow. a huge thing. Wow, I didn't know that. That's I didn't know that could happen. That's good to know. And they don't they don't warn you. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. I learned What's all the, the negatives about psychotropics because I took them. They're horrible. They're just horrible. Mm-hmm. They almost wow. ruined my life. <clears throat> so you Hollywood. 
would you want to work with um, that you haven't worked with yet? Uh, well, my favorite director who is still alive is Soderbergh. Oh, and Steven Soderbergh, yes. I really want to work for him. I would like him to tell me what to do for a couple of weeks sometime. Oh, awesome. He's so magnificent. Yeah. You should tweet him. I think uh, that would start the campaign rolling. Yeah. Yeah, but the the only thing I have going against me is every actor on the planet, you know, you know, you know, feels the same way I do about that. So there you have it. I can stand in line, buddies. <laughs> How about Marty Scorsese? Marty Scorsese, uh, yeah. Uh, well, of course. That'd be, another, that'd be another one, huh? That would be magnificent. You know, uh, he he and I have a have a have a history together. Um, way back when, way back when. Uh, I read for him on a three, four, five times for uh, uh, for what's the Less Temptation? Less Temptation of Christ. He offered me the part, and I was advised not to take it by my <gasps> dentist, who said, "You can't play Jesus; it'll ruin." Oh wow! And I didn't want to go in for it anyway to start with because you know it's Jesus, and he said, "No, you have to come to his attention because he will do other movies." But but you're not going to play Jesus. Okay, I went and audition, audition, and I got it. And then he and then he had me turn it down. And I actually and and then Marty and I haven't spoken until I was at the opening of what's 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 uh, the the Irishman. I was at the opening of the Irishman, and I saw him and said hi. And he was very sweet and said hi back. But uh, but you know, as as you can see, he hasn't called me since. So. Oh. oh. Well, keep that, there, keep, the, keep that phone on there. Keep keep it open. So, <laughs> so, so with the uh, I guess uh, hundreds of roles that you've had, is there any genre that you think you haven't done that you'd like to do? Like, I haven't thought about that. Like, is there a genre I haven't done? I haven't yeah, thought. that's a good question, actually. Yeah. But but uh, but I thought you were gonna say, is there a genre I love? And there are a couple. Okay, but, well, we could go with that. That might be an easier. That's question a good two-part. I'd say that's a two-part question. I love, I love the uh, the uh, the late twenties up to World War II, from nineteen twenty to nineteen thirty-nine. That era, the clothes, the cars, the smoking, the drinking—it's <laughs> it, yeah. just, just all so great. And yeah. also America. Pro- Prohibition era, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we're almost living in a depression now, so... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's a dark joke. And go back to your other question, General. A genre you haven't done, Eric. What haven't you done yet? Well, I haven't thought about that. What haven't I done? I, I, I haven't thought about it. Uh, Have you done the cheesy sitcom yet? Cheesy sitcom? I was on a sitcom, in fact... The only work I've ever done that was consistently bad has always been on television. It was on, it was on a soap opera. I was never good. Never, not once, ever. And I did it once as a, as a very young actor, and then once a very seasoned actor much later. I was horrible both times. So I am, I'm, I am, I am just not good at that kind of work. I was on a sitcom for four years called... Uh, um. Young and Restless? No, sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Less than perfect. Less than perfect. perfect. Okay, and cool. I was, and it was a great cast, and I was the weak link in that cast. And don't don't get me wrong, I'm one of my three biggest fans. 
but I was the weak link on wow. that show. I was bad, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite honest. shows. One of my favorite shows is Entourage, Eric, and you played yourself. How yeah. close is the Eric Roberts in Entourage to the actual Eric Roberts? Here's the Entourage story. So I watched that show, and about the fourth or fifth time, I heard them saying my name, Eric Roberts. This, blah blah blah. They always say my name. I called my lawyer because he handles all those writers, and I said, if they're going to talk about me, have them put me on the show, dude. He said, I'll call you back in five minutes. He calls back in five minutes. He says, they want you on the show really bad, but you have to do one thing that might not be copacetic for you. I said, what's that? He said, will you sell mushrooms? (laughs) (laughs) I remember. I remember. Some shrooms? Yeah, I'll sell some shrooms. (laughs) (laughs) And that that group is a great group. Those guys are all so wonderful. What's what's the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, guy who plays the uh, the manager on that show? Jeremy. Oh, that's Jeremy. Jeremy. Kevin. Oh my God, what a great cat! That <laughs> incredible human, an incredible actor. Yep. Lauren, you just work with his asses all day long. Learn your lines. He kicks their asses all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, he's a great cat. Lauren actually has a movie with uh, Jeremy Piven coming yeah, out. Yeah, right? I just I just worked with Jeremy a few months ago. He was he was amazing. Such a good he's actor. Miraculous! I love that guy. Such, yeah, very very comes from like a theater family. Very cool guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, love to see him make a comeback. Yeah, maybe we'll see another another movie with uh with Eric and and Jeremy soon. That, that would, would be, be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna be- I'm gonna text him after. I'll be like. You guys got to do something together. <laughs> do. Yeah, I will. So, um, so your daughter wants to become an actress when she was a kid. Were you for it, or were you kind of like hesitant for her to get into the business? It didn't. It didn't. It didn't phase me. It is what it is. That's that's what the kid wants. Go for it. Let's go. You know, <laughs> that's all. You know, it's what the kid wants. You go. And everybody has all these things about you know. Well, how'd you feel about your daughter getting into it? How, what do you mean? I love this industry. This is a great industry. It's fantastic. Yes. It is the American dream, this industry. To, yeah. to, like, to like take somebody from, from a Winifred City and to, and to make them an international famous person. It's the American dream. It is so cool. What can you possibly have against it? How proud were you seeing her first project on the screen? That would have been Blow. She was nine years old. Oh, and, wow. Uh, and uh, she was fabulous. She's my kid, dude. That's incredible, yes. I mean, I can't imagine any father jumping up and down to have their kid in a movie about cocaine, but... Uh... It was a great movie, though. But it, was. it is a good she, movie. She, yeah. she didn't know what it was about. She's nine. She didn't know. <laughs> in fact, her mom didn't let her watch that movie for many years. Ah. Wow. Yeah. I think that was a good call. Give <laughs> <laughs> her any kind of advice in, um, for acting in Hollywood. What's that? <laughs> Again, what kind of Ma- Lauren, Lauren already asked that, Chachi. What? Lauren already asked that question. Okay. What's the question? What's the question? Oh, uh, he asked advice, but did you did you train your daughter or did you go to acting classes as a kid? How did you become so good? Okay, that was three questions. <laughs> Which one do you want? Oh, how did you become so good? Well, uh, I started acting because I had a terrible stutter as a little boy. 
terrible stutter. I couldn't talk to anybody without embarrassing myself. And all my friends would laugh at me all day. They can't talk. Yeah, blah, blah. And so, uh, but I learned if I memorized something, I could speak freely. But I had to know what I was going to say. So it became an exercise at first. Then it became fun. Then I got good at it. Then I said, hey, I can do this. And I pursued it. Wow, Eric, this is tremendous. Let's let's go back to Inside the Rain because uh, they wanted us to talk a little bit more about that film. Sure. Um, yes. Uh, so t tell us about how that went. Uh, obviously, they give you a call. They you know they talk about the role. You you fell in love with the subject matter. Um, what was it like on set and working with such a young director, and Aaron that also yeah. is the star of the film? Uh, how did you like? Um, being directed by you know an emerging filmmaker like Aaron. Here's how it came about. Um, I have I have these readers who read tons of scripts, and the ones that they like, they write you know synopsis up for me. And if I like the synopsis, I'll read the script. And if I like the script, I'll say, hey, I'll do it, sure. And, and that's 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 the steps it takes. Well, I I get this this. Uh, the other uh, reader says, man, it's a good movie, and it's about a subject that you're going to love, blah, 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 tells you the subject. I say, oh, yeah, that's fantastic. He goes, yeah. And this guy is really unusual who's the boss. He wrote it, he's going to star in it, he's going to direct it. And he's unusual, dude. That's all he told me about him. Yeah. And I meet him, and he's a bit of a genius. I, it takes me an afternoon that I spend with him, and I realize... That if you're not an open book, he's going to scare you to death. But if you are an open book, he's a good read. He's a good read, man. And uh, so, you know, this part that he offered me, of course, you know, it's easy. It's fun. It's uh, it's a little humorous. And uh, I've worked with probably 25 of those guys. So I just put them all in one character. Had a lot of fun planning. Wow, but the cool. subject of the movie was what attracted me to it and why he wanted to make it, and the fact that he was making it, and the fact that he was making it no matter what. He wrote it, started, he produced it, he find yeah, everything. He was making this movie, dude. And you know, <laughs> I love filmmakers, and I love people who are driven, and I love if you're kind and you're those things especially, and he's all those things. He's a bit of a genius, dude. I love it. Nice. Wow. And uh, let's let's wrap up all the questions. Anyone have any last-minute great questions that you can ask up? me? Anything? Come on! Anything I do. Have, what's the first thing you want to go to when everything opens back up, Eric? What's the first thing you want to run to? Uh, the gym. <laughs> oh, oh, gym. I, I agree. That's my go-to. Yeah. yeah. I've been I've been doing floor. You know, a lot of push-ups, a lot of sit-ups, but you know. How much can you do? Exactly. <laughs> do you have any of the equipment at home or no, not so much? No, I don't because uh, uh, I belong to this real dive of a gym. I've been, I've been going there for like for 30 years. It's open yeah. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's all the Mr. Universes go there, you know. But nice. all at night when nobody's there, you know, it's a great place. Closed. Oh, my God. My first time in my life I've not been in, in the gym. Yeah. So it's weird for me. But uh, besides that, I got a really cool wife. She, she can't cook, but she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> besides that, 
Now, Eric, I see you've been like a million different characters. Is there one character, since Hollywood's always doing sequels, is there one character that you'd love to see come back in a sequel and just flesh out the character even more? Well, interesting. You know, I love Batman movies, dude. Yes. I love Batman movies. Yes. And uh, and I love working for Sly, although... Expendables. Sloan, Sloan, yeah, yes. I'm no dead in Expendables, though. I, I I got the big butcher knife through my chest. I can't come back. I got the big yeah. Bowie knife through my chest. Right. So <laughs> hey, spoiler alert. Yeah. A prequel. There you go. Yeah. Call Sly. There you hey, go. Hey, Sly, prequel, dude. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I would love that. That'd be nice. fun. And awesome. when when do you predict Hollywood will open up and how do you think things will be different, Eric? Well, I've already gotten a bunch of offers as of this morning through my wife who says they're opening back up. Oh, my God. I said to my wife, it's too soon to be that close to people because right until right. the space is all day long. Sound man, costume, this, that, the other. We're all, we're all, we're all right there. Yeah. All right, right there. Too soon. She goes, well, they're all calling for you and they're all setting up production. So wow. wow. Back. But this, this is in I Los Angeles. Wife, well, if I go, yes, yes, in Los Angeles, if I go to a set, I have to have a list of rules that everybody has for Eric, because I don't want to have to say, get away from me. I don't want to have to act right. like the asshole actor star guy. You know, yep. I, yeah. you know I, I just want to, everybody knows we've got to stay 12 feet apart from each other all day long. And it's weird. And it's also forced and uncomfortable. So uh, I don't know how it's going to work, guys. I hope it does. I want it to. And I also want to get out. You know, the uh, I'm I'm like making you know, the wife nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, guys. Well, I, I want to ask before you wrap up, Al, that, yeah. that working with Eric, he is so down to earth for anyone watching who wants to know what it. it's like to, to work with Eric Roberts. He's just like a really cool guy. He's very, very cool, totally down to earth. An actor's actor, just you know, just amazing on set, amazing to deal with. I know we were dealing with his wife most of the time, and then and then uh, Eric showed up, and he was he was amazing. Yep. So I just I, I want everyone to know that you're really cool. Some people they'll talk about people, but Eric is is awesome. You're such a love. She's so mean to me on the set too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it, Lauren. Thank Johnny you, Alonzo said it about Dave the Gun and working with Eric and. I certainly see it. You uh, yeah, being on I Below can, the Belt show. He's having fun. Yeah, I haven't seen an actor have so much fun in his career. Like he just really enjoys it. Well, so, dude, look, look what I do for a living. Right. Look what I do. This is why we love what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eric, this is tremendous. Before we let you go, if you could cut a promo for us, let us know who you are, <laughs> uh, throughout some of your better known works, and then let us know you're on Below the Belt show. Throughout a catchphrase, a plug, whatever you want at the end. You asked for way too much, but I'll try to give you what I can. I'm not good at this. So let's have like several takes, okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay, this, this, is called, this, this show is called Below the Belt. You yes. got it. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. I'm kind of a star in, uh, in movies like Expendables or Dark Knight. And I just did a great episode of Below the Belt. You're going to love it. Tune in. If you don't, don't call me. That's perfect, I thought. Yes. That was awesome. great. Ladies and gentlemen, the iconic, consummate actor. Thanks, guys. 
Eric Roberts, guys. Thank you so hey, you much, of course. Screw screw the Kevin Bacon game. Let's play the Eric Roberts game, because he's been in more <laughs> movies than Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is so much fun to watch, dude. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Eric, thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Bye, Liza. Bye. Liza. Bye. 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 Stay safe, okay? Stay safe. Stay safe. See you on set. Bye. Bye.